Hello and welcome. You're listening to Met My Match, a podcast where husband and wife discuss various topics while attempting to answer the age-old question, who's right and who's more right? Hello and welcome. You're listening to Met My Match. This is Shelby. And this is Christopher. And we're going to get right into things, I guess. I don't know. Is this what happens when I let you riff on your own and I don't give you anything to work off of? Yep. Okay, fair enough. Stone face. So as always, this is this is another episode of Met My Match. Uh, we're going to do our usual thing of going through our weekly disputes, a taste test. Yep. Shelby's going to teach me on things about Louisiana. Yep. And then I'm going to go over things about, hey, maybe you're not as smart as you think you are, but here's what you thought you think you thought. Oh, God. Okay. And don't, then don't ask me about that title later what on. we have learned, but we'll exactly. get into the first thing. <clears throat> are you ready? Uh, no, probably not. Okay. Regardless, what's the best pairing? Tacos and tequila or burger and a milkshake? Ooh. I know it's food related, but... Yes, that's... I want to say tacos and tequila. And why are you going with that answer? Um, I don't know. I just... I feel like... I can have more types of tacos in a sitting than I can have one type of burger. You know, many burgers. Because um, burger, more bread, whereas a taco, less tortilla. Oh, so you're thinking like consumption. I'm thinking like consumption. Qu- like quantity over quality. Also, one's alcoholic and one's not. And for some reason, I like the idea. Like you can a burger, make a boozy milkshake. Yeah, fair enough. A, a, a milkshake and a burger sound good, but I think I really like the idea of a taco and tequila. Okay, so I don't know if this place still exists in Pensacola, but it's called Tin Cow. Did you ever get to go yeah, to it? Yeah, I went it? there. So they have spiked milkshakes. Yeah. And my favorite one was like the Irish cream. That was milkshake. the place that closed down because they had bugs Did, and ants. Or no, bugs and I think they got uh, rats shut, in the walls. Yeah, they got shut down for like various reasons. But there was a small time that they were good. Love that you're making me look like an idiot right now. Thank I'm just you. saying. Like, by the way. You brought up a terrible place. It was good for in the beginning, I guess, like earlier years, because I went and I loved it and there was no issues with like... Fair enough. The But almost every restaurant everywhere is infested with rats and bugs. They that's just keep fair. the... You just had extra chocolate sprinkles on your milkshake. That's <clears throat> yeah, all. exactly. Exactly. I'm going to go with burger to milkshake because it's it's a classic pairing and I don't like tequila. Unless it's like in a margarita and even then I can only limit it to so many because the acid and like the lime juice gives me acid reflux. That's fair. This is what happens when you get old. I mean, I'm pretty sure it probably happened to you the when kids? you were young. Uh, the acid reflux didn't start happening until like my late 20s. So yeah. I'm going to go with burger and milkshake because you can spike the milkshake if you so please. doesn't always have to be alcoholic, babe. Jesus. I'm sorry. Um, and the burger, yeah, I do see what you mean. Like, how many of those can you consume in one sitting? But I'm not really thinking of how many I can shoving my mouth hole i'm thinking of like this tastes really great burger fries shake love it amazing amazing can't get enough it's like uh every now and then i'll, I'll crave that that or pizza so essentially it's another one of those uh, times where we'll agree to disagree i'm not one of those white chicks that only likes tacos i love tacos i mean i like tacos i'm not a white chick okay i could be a little white chicken <laughs> Okay. Okay, moving on to the next one. If you could only listen to one genre of music for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, 
Jesus, that is a hard it's question. A tough one. I don't know why I came up with that, honestly, because even I was scratching my head when I was thinking of my answer. Like the the weird thing about that is, as time goes on, more and more genres are born. So that is true. So do you get to listen to every subgenre that comes out with it, or? I would say we can be, obviously we don't have to create rules around this, so yeah. I would say I think that'd be fine. Um, I don't know, that, that's a that's a real thinker right there. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I most things I like about music is, like, the bass lines. So, like, drum and bass genre, I guess, would probably be something I would want to... Is it, it, it? It is a genre. Okay. okay. Um, like I said, there's so many sub-genres nowadays yeah. that you get anything and everything coming out. Okay. So you were going to go with just... A lot of bass. Well, yeah, drum, drum so bass. So Megan Trainer for you, got it. Sure, Megan Trainer for All about that bass. <laughs> All about that bass. <laughs> uh, for me... No trouble. No, yeah, yeah. No. For me, I think this is a little bit cheating. So that's why it's like there's not really any rules around this because we just had this question created out of thin air. But I was going to go with either like classic rock or 90s. But I feel like you were going to argue with me that 90s isn't really a genre. When you go on Spotify, though, you, you can know look me so, up okay, decades so wait, wait. and so the wait. genres. Are we going off of what Spotify tells yes, us is a genre? Yes, because we use Spotify to stream our podcast. <laughs> Fair Well, we use a lot of things to stream our podcast. Yes, we do. So, okay, so now the rule <laughs> is anything that is a genre defined by Spotify. No, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> There's not a rule here. Because I mean that. So then I'll go with classic so, rock. So fine, I will, fine. I will say pulling pull a genre. time period is kind of cheating because that that is so many different genres genre. packed together. But that's a genre. Okay, fine. It's a genre. Fine. Then my genre. But it's rock though. Rock. That rock. is the genre. So if I said classic rock. I didn't say just. Well, no, that that's fine. That's fine. Okay, that's no. Not I'm what saying I said. I'm saying you saying nineties is oh, like oh nineties. Yeah. Okay. That's well, like we, me saying like uh, I like my genre is pre two thousands. Y two K, yeah. What, what? No, it's everything. Well, that's everything pre two thousands. Whatever. A, that's a two thousand year catalog of music to pull up and listen that's, to. See, that's why I said I think like saying nineties is cheating a little bit, but if you say pre two thousands, that's also like being a total ass. So no. So you so that's being total. I ass. I take something were, like in a small. You were being a little ass. Yeah, I was like I take something <laughs> like a small amount. They nineties. They're like eighties. Like and you're like all of it. And I'm like okay, fine, bitch. Well, that's what, that's what I mean. Like doing a whole genre, you, you. or doing a whole uh, doing a whole time period of ten years, and saying everything that was made during that ten year so time dramatic. span. That's why. Okay, that's why I said screw it. Classic rock will be. I like how you already had this argument pre in your head, yep. knowing exactly what I was gonna yep. say. So I was like, if I say nineties, <laughs> he's gonna be like, there's not a genre. <laughs> there's that mind reading in action. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Chris learned about mind reading today at work. Woo! Our tax dollars hard at work. Anyway, hard at work. Moving on. So, we did mention this earlier, Louisiana things. There are some things that... Do we want to do the taste test first, or you forgetting that? Oh, I did forget that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you I'm forgot so sorry. the most important part. Yeah, that's true. To our podcast, which and is I'm taste testing... And I'm not drunk testing, at all. Yeah. Which I'm is just tired. Taste testing alcohol. Yeah, sorry. That's not the most important part. I'm just really excited about sharing things about my home state with you. You are. I'm so you sorry. You are very excited. Uh, so, today we got Bud Light Seltzer Classic. Yes. Which I think is the first for us. Yeah, we haven't tried the classic ones. They've probably been out for a while, but we yeah. just haven't either come across them or even picking like more uh, out there obscure ones. Yeah, and kind, of, and kind of looking at it, it seems it's a bit of a mixture of a couple different ones that we've tasted before. 
but now just in one go. Yeah. Um, which we got probably some classic flavors here. Yeah, we probably are getting to the point to where we've tasted everything <laughs> Bud Light has put out at this point. Oh yeah. And probably most people put out like seltzer wise. So we may have to switch up to like ciders or something in the near future. I think future. we can we can maybe expand it. We might have to put it to a vote. We've gone through about almost two years of seltzers, babe. Yeah. Well, thanks to the pandemic, seltzers just made a whole like wave. That is fair. There are a few that we haven't tried though. We still haven't tried the Mountain Dew. It's finding them here that's the hard part. Fair. And so that may have been what happened here was there was nothing else for him to buy except for these. If any liquor store wants to sponsor <laughs> us, we will gladly hype you up if you send us the liquor store. stuff. That, yeah, like the liquor store just sends us stuff. The All company, right. the brewery or whatever it is. Well, company makes to. one type. A liquor store will sell a bunch okay. of different types. No, no. Sorry, I know nothing about business. Bud Light Classic. Yes, Bud Light Classic. The flavors being mango, watermelon, tangerine and black cherry okay i think tangerine we probably have not had before mm, i mean we've had all of them just from different different brands fair enough let's uh, try a mango we're gonna start with mango which i believe you traditionally say is the one you like mango but you haven't really liked it in seltzer I so far i love eating mango it tastes amazing however drinks that have mango in them smell like a fruited fart therefore weird yeah so that mango kind of maybe tasted like mango okay that one's not that bad like like mango to me is kind of uh it's not that sweet either yeah that's good i guess every time i've been to a mango like i've i don't know how to describe a mango taste it's citrusy but not like spike no that's not it zesty tangy what's explain the mango mango's a fruit so it's fruity Okay, it's fruity, but also there's a there's a bit of like it citrus to it. It a little bit of tang to it. Yeah. I mean, it's a fibrous fruit. So that's that's what I'm thinking of. That, that fiber bite you get into it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I like that. That that tastes close to like a Lacroix style, like how a, a seltzer is supposed to taste. Ah, uh, yes, a Lacroix. So watermelon's next. Watermelon is next. So let's see what <clears throat> happened here. I have a feeling this one's not going to be very good. Because it's watermelon. watermelon. Well, watermelon's usually like watermelon sugar. Hi. Okay. Is that how the song goes? Yes. Is that a 80s Not, song? No. Nope. <laughs> that is a Harry Styles song, so it's pretty recent. Get with the times, old man. That is an interesting flavor there. Um, it doesn't really taste like watermelon to me. Ew. Yep. I, I called it. Like, as, as we go through these first two, it kind of feels like they definitely put found some flavors to put together in a pack to sell. Yeah, the, the beginning flavor, bad. It doesn't taste like watermelon at all, in my opinion. I mean, have you really, have you really had a or watermelon like, flavored drink? Usually don't, you infuse something with watermelon. Well, so everything that's like watermelon flavored tastes like the candy version of watermelon, in my opinion. Like, you eat actual watermelon, it doesn't really have much of a flavor to it. It's water. Yeah. Right? And there's a little bit of sweetness to it, but mostly it's just water. Yeah. These watermelon flavored whatever candy drinks etc. It's like trying to be something it's not. That's fair. Sad. Now let's see if maybe they got something with this one. This one is tangerine. Now I have a feeling this one's gonna be pretty good. Why do you why do you think that? Because the citrus flavors tend to do well. Okay, so I smelled it. Definitely so, citrus immediately off top. Yeah. I just think tangerine probably gonna be pretty good. How could you screw it up? Uh, a, uh, no, it's not not bad, not bad. Uh, so far, they've been 
At best, I can say they're like they're like hard Lacroix at this point. That's what I, yeah. The first one definitely yeah. got a sense of Lacroix. I like this one too. This one, okay. I know tangerine's not an orange, and it sounds dumb, but this does taste more orange than tangerine. I guess it depends, like what your what well, we taste it so far. Uh, hard seltzer wise that would be orange I do taste citrus and I don't hate this this is one of the better ones better than the uh, mango one mm, they're, they're neck and neck at this point let's mango. try this black cherry mango still high on your list mango mango make them mango yep I told you that you did speaking of mango here goes black cherry <laughs> um, that has nothing to do with that uh, so, black cherry traditionally, I don't think we've ever really liked the black cherry flavored mm-hmm. ones. I'm not a fan. Is black, so, kind of like, how, what was it? Which berry isn't really the color berry that it's called? Is it blueberry? Raspberry. Raspberry, sorry. We talk about this every time. <laughs> well, we bring I'm it up sorry, all the guys. time because I never remember it. So, I'm sorry, y'all. Black cherry. Why does it get the name black cherry? They're not actually black, are they? Well, they're usually like dark purple. There's darker cherries and there's lighter cherries. So, I guess they're trying to be black cherry. Try to make the obvious difference instead of just saying cherry. That's fair. Because maybe dark black cherries are more riper. I think that one tastes most like what it's supposed to be. It smells like, oh god. It definitely smell. It definitely had a cherry taste. I don't know about smell. I'm getting like weird flashbacks of middle school and like lip balm flavors. Anyway. Are you gonna say sniffing markers or something? Mm-mm. Are you wearing a marker sniffer in school? No, they did have scented markers. They still have them. That tastes weird. So it is in Louisiana. Louisiana, <laughs> what? Yeah, that's how you say it, Louisiana. No. You don't pronounce a couple letters when you say it. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, okay. Now I taste the cherry after like the third sip. After it's you, okay. <laughs> after you down most of the drink. Yeah, it's okay. Um, meh. Meh. It's not a terrible cherry flavor. So if Fair you enough. do like cherry, like, see, that's so weird. I love cherry flavored Jolly Ranchers. Hate cherry flavored soda stuff. I mean, there, it's sometimes, Except cherry cola. especially cherry between cola. like a drink and say a hard candy. Yeah. It's, it's harder to interpret the flavor. Yeah, I think so. But yeah. like even the cherry flavor of the candy, obviously it's not going to be like cherries. Same thing with the watermelon, I think. Yeah. Okay. So if I had to pick my favorite, uh, let me, let me check out the mango again. Right here is the mango. I would say, for me, I didn't especially like any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe black cherry, because it actually had a taste to it for me. Yeah. Um, the mango had a mango flavor taste, but I don't really like mangoes to begin with, so... I'll eat them, don't really like them. Um, yeah, I would say overall, they I think they all kind of do taste like their, their actual names. Yeah. Sure. Um, I'm going to say my favorite is the tangerine. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed to have like the most like flavor packed in it. The mango, like on the second go around just now, I, I don't know. I just eh, didn't like it that much anymore. Maybe my taste buds are just like, you know, ugh, firing all cylinders and they're just dead. I tried the mango. <laughs> I tried the tangerine again. Didn't really get anything from that. Yeah. I would say so. I didn't like this pack. I didn't either. But then again, it's like classic. It's not trying to be like fancy or like wild with the flavors or anything like that so which is kind of what you got to do with hard seltzers to begin with you don't get a hard it's not like a it's not like a beer where you just go for like this uh you know just like can i get a yingling or something that's just kind of like a classic version of a type of beer that a lot of people say in the northeast will get well i mean that's that's 
just your opinion because there are people out there that are obsessed with White Claw. White Claw. And White Claw has like these classic flavors, you know. Um, Truly too, like the pineapple is my favorite from them in the blueberry. It's like a blueberry one. Uh, But these, they don't, they don't uh, stack up to those. And that you know actually, I mean? that might have been what they were going for. They're trying to be a truly or a white claw. Like, yeah, just like saying, oh, classic. here's our classic flavor. Mm-hmm. It's like, you guys never really had a classic. You always had a gimmick. Yeah, maybe that's what we're used to with from Bud Light, and we didn't get that with this one, and so we're maybe we're internally disappointed. Are we too bougie for Bud Light? No, because they do some good flavors, like the hard cola. Is well, yeah, like I said, those are, those are gimmicky flavors. So we're not above the gimmicky. Yeah, we're... we're <laughs> Or gimmickers? No. No, uh, but, no I don't know what that's supposed But to essentially get to the point. Um, I would say, this is probably, I think, the first time I'm going to say it. This is a don't buy. Mm-hmm. Nothing, you know, nothing really great about it, nothing good about it. We'll still drink them because we bought them. But, like, <laughs> yeah, I would say <laughs> there is absolutely no reason to go out and buy classic Bud Light seltzers. Unless you like the singular flavor types of seltzers. Like your truly basic package. Which even then I would say they don't stack up against the... uh, Right. Then that's what I was about to get there. Sorry. Then just get those. I was reading your mind. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah, I'm going to say... I I feel bad saying this, but don't buy these. (laughs) We're not saying don't buy and these are bad buying. You'll like forever be... (laughs) Not want them. Just in like we would not buy them. So if someone said, hey, do you want to get these? We'd just tell them no. Yeah, they're not complete shit though. Like, they're all drinkable. They're just, none of them are, are good. I think they understand. Like, wowing me. Okay, yeah. moving on. <laughs> moving on to Louisiana things. Burr, 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 burr. So you got to explain to me burr, 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 first real quick burr, before you get burr, onto the list. Burr, burr. That was what? my intro that oh, you okay. just talked over. It's fine. <laughs> it's the wording with the intro. Because I feel like this could be a regular thing. You're going to have a regular thing every week Maybe. with no, Louisiana? No, 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 not every, every week. Like, oh, okay. like every some odd months or something like that. So, I was born and raised in Louisiana, but not from New Orleans. Sorry. Everyone thinks like that. That's like a stereotype, too. Um, But I felt like since we are approaching Mardi Gras season, we're kind of already in it, honestly, it being end of January, I wanted to share with you some Mardi Gras stuff, some terms, and you need to tell me what you think they are. So that's one thing. Okay, so play on last episode where I told you a word. <laughs> I'm going to ask you some questions about a few things, too, um, and share with you some popular things from around this time that people eat, people do, etc. Are you ready? I, th- I think I am. Okay. Um, let's go with... Hmm. All right. Just to start it all off, when was the first... Uh, Mardi Gras parade. Wait, when do you think it first started? Uh, or where? Actually, no. Where would be better than saying the year? Because you're not going to know. So, I know it was not in Louisiana. Okay. I want to say Mississippi? Very close. Damn. Missouri. <laughs> Too far off, though. Too far off? Okay. It was in Mobile, Alabama. Mo- okay. Well, present day Mobile. It had a different name back yeah. then. But it was like the 1700s, so very, very long ago. Okay, so yeah, I, I do remember being to Mobile, Alabama a few times. I remember them talking about that. That's where it originated yeah. from. Now, some of the first crews were around uh, New Orleans. So I wanted to share that first to kind of get into it. I'm going to read some of these terms 
now, and you're going to tell me what you think you think they are. Okay. <laughs> uh, carnival. What do I think a carnival is? Yeah. Uh, in the context, I'm assuming in the context of Louisiana. Or as they, as good, they, good answer, yeah. Well, okay, carnival is kind you're, of a broad term. I, a celebration with carnival. A, How about I say carnival? carnival. Uh, still, I I can't even begin to fathom what it'd be other than like I've been to. I know what a carny is. You I've guys, been to a carnival. You guys, this is what weapon weaponized incompetence is. I'm learning about that a lot. In therapy. <laughs> this is not weaponized incompetence. Like, this is I me. Don't know what co- you want to skip and go to something else then? No, no. Tell, tell me what it is. I want to learn what it is. It's a season of merriment that begins annually on the twelfth night, January sixth, and ends at midnight on Fat Tuesday. I did not. So it's a time period. It's a time period, but a season of merriment. So okay. Carnival. Okay. I guess the reason I say it that way is the only thing I've been exposed to carnival-wise has been when they put pop up a pop up a. A circus. A circus, and they so call and they call it a carnival. <laughs> okay, I won't do any ones that have double meetings. So sorry. Uh, doubloons. Little gold coins. Okay. Very very close. Aluminum coins turn at parades. Now they're like gold little plastic uh, coins. Yeah, nobody can afford gold anymore. Well, no, they were aluminum, but they were covered in like gold foiling, probably back in the day, uh, or just aluminum. And, of course, now you get hit in the head with one that's probably why they went to plastic. That's not, yeah, that makes sense. It's not going to hit you in the face and cause, you know, brain damage. So, yeah, doubloons, um, they're in the parades with an insignia on one side, usually of the crew or the parade theme on the other. They are usually collectibles. Uh, yes, that is very much true. We collected a lot of doubloons growing up. <laughs> Do you still have them? Um, I don't know if my mom still has any. I didn't take any with you when I moved out, but um, we had, like, storage containers, like, the big guys. Uh, full full of, du- of doubloons oh my and gosh. beads and cups. Yeah. Just from every year? Um, Pretty much, yeah. And some of our favorites, you know, we would go through and be like, okay, we keep these, we're going to give these away. <laughs> <laughs> we make little dogs, like little poodles. Okay, so beads. you recycled them, essentially got, got used out of them again. <laughs> yes. Okay. Moving on to flambeau. Didn't turn them into family heirlooms. <laughs> what do you think flambeau means? Honestly, I have no idea. That is a... I think maybe I've seen that term once or twice. But seen as in it was definitely a word written somewhere. But no, I have no idea what that is. So you remember how the other day you were talking about the uh, E-A-U-X thing with the go thing? And you were like, what is that? I didn't know that was a Louisiana thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was, it, was, it was a couple years ago when I had to ask someone to explain it to me. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. So this is spelled kind of like that, the flambeau. Oh, I yeah. see. All right. I know it doesn't really help with it at all, but there are torches carried by people that are hired to light the parade. So probably back in the day, nighttime parades, they would have these flambeaux, these torches, and they would just kind of lead the, the parade and be the, throughout to help light the way, I guess. Yeah. In a way. So I think they're kind of cool. Um, also tradition, the flambeau carriers uh, change, or they carry change or dollar bills. So many families participated in the flambeau group. So, like, so it wasn't just like random people. It was, you know, families okay. and stuff. So I thought that was kind of neat. <clears throat> okay. A go cup. A, uh, I'm assuming it's spelled that same way. Mm-mm. No, just G-O? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I've honestly never heard of a go cup. Okay. 
<clears throat> so I didn't really do this growing up because obviously I wasn't of legal age to drink during Mardi Gras parades. Um, it is a plastic or paper cup frequently used at parades since it's legal to drink alcohol in like open like open container yeah. laws in New Orleans. It was really popular there. Okay. So like other parts of the state or even other states that have parties or parades, they'll throw you cups. You can use that as a go cup. Which oh. you shouldn't. Obviously, you can't use it because open container law. Yeah. Yeah. You could put like obviously soda or water or something yeah. like that in there, but no booze. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to skip one because I want to talk about it in, in depth later. Uh, crew. So I, that one I've seen a lot of. Um, I know it's a group of people usually who maybe build their own float and do it. Other than that, I have no clue. So it doesn't really have that description, but you are on you. You're. I'm, I'm near in there. You're like ninety nine percent. Yes, the crew is for like each parade. There's like crew of Janus, crew of Chaos, crew of Comus was one of the first ones. Okay. So it is a group, but it's like hard to describe so it's usually like these crews are made up of people who are like either family friends both yeah of those that, things, yeah i've seen that and they put together their float they put together and usually it's like a family tradition because it's like dates back to their first you know grandfather doing all this stuff whatever like great great great, great grandfather yeah doing that crew and some of them like translate into uh, a different meaning or whatever in french but most of them are either French or like Latin, like the Janus and stuff like that. So crew is spelled with a K, K R E W E. Yeah, that spelling I've seen right. before. Okay. Yeah, pretty typical to see just crew just listed. Like, oh yeah, that crew is gonna be there later. All right, this one might be pretty obvious, but we'll see if you can get it. Lundi Gras. Lundi Gras. Lundi Gras. Two words. That is not obvious at all. I've never heard that term before. But you've heard of the term Mardi Gras. I've heard of the term Mardi Gras, yes. What does Mardi Gras mean? Uh, throw a bee, get boob, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's going to be the title of the podcast. <laughs> you're, you're, throw you're, a bee, you're, get a boob! You're stretching my understanding of so, Mardi Gras in general. The French days of the week, Lundi, Mardi, and then it goes off. But Mardi oh. means Fat Tuesday. Okay. Gras is fat. So, Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. Oh. So, Lundi Gras would be Lundi, Fat Monday. Fat Monday, okay. <laughs> so, it's the day before Mardi Gras, celebrated, or was celebrated from 1874 to 1917 with Rex's arrival by steamboat. So, Rex is a, a crew. I was going to talk about them, but I don't want to now, um, just because it's it was a crew. We've already talked about crews. Oh, okay. So, so it uh, Started with a singular crew that would show up on the Monday before, so they used to celebrate yeah. that. Yeah, the custom was they uh, that was revived is now Lundy Gras includes parades, concerts, carnival, basically just another excuse to party. Honestly. Essentially, yes, any excuse to drink. <laughs> yeah, they do a lot of that down there. Um, let's see, uh, throws, just the word throws. Is that talking about throwing beats? Close. Other than that, I'm not sure. So, trinkets tossed from floats. So, you got your beads, your uh, okay. your cups. And people will always cry out or shout out, throw me something, mister. And Hence the term throws. Yes. So, <laughs> throwables, essentially. It's yeah. shortened down from that. Yeah. 
Now, some people will make you show something to get said beads, but you don't have to do that if you don't want to. So do you happen to know where, where that came from? What, showing your boobs? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. That's not it. That, that didn't come up in I your Louisiana just, research? I think that just started somewhere. It was like, hey, look at these. Yeah, you're going to give me some beads. I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> so one other thing that's mentioned, too, is a second line. Do you know what a second line is? A second line? Second line. Two words. Uh, no idea. Okay, I figured maybe you would because you were in band, but it has to do with that. So I'll let you try to guess. Okay, so, uh, I mean, I for me it was chairs. Um, first chair, second chair, third okay, chair. Okay, I can see um, Second line. In terms of a parade. A second group of people that were coming down in the line? Yeah, pretty close. Um, so second lines are basically the community-style parade. So it's where, I'm going to click on it right now, <laughs> um, but it is where um, the group is like walking and you can kind of walk with them and they're playing their instruments, usually like their jazz instruments that are pretty popular and you can, like I said, you can walk along with them, you can walk behind them, but um, they're pretty popular in the French Quarter and in New Orleans. Um, you can actually pay to have your own second line for like whatever event you want so like people who get married a bachelor bachelorette party um let's see what else was listed uh pretty much any reason to party you can rent your own second line and have your own parade okay i think yeah i've heard about you have to get a permit obviously but like the new orleans police department will help you (laughs) coordinate your parade (laughs) And you don't have to go very far. You can just maybe do a couple streets or something like that. But there are several uh, second line groups in New Orleans that uh, you can use, basically, to, I guess, have your big old party. Okay. There is a popular um, Mardi Gras saying. Do you know what it is? Uh, Popular Mardi Gras saying. Yes. Usually sit around this time of year. I can honestly say I've not been around Mardi Gras that often to pick up on the popular saying. So okay. what? I am filling you as a Louisiana wife. Um, the <laughs> saying goes, laissez le bon temps brûler. Oh yeah, I've never heard that saying before. Really? Okay. Do you want to take a whack at what I don't even want to try to whack <laughs> at that. The second you started saying it, like, this is a popular saying. Never in my life have I ever heard that saying ever. Well, le sale bon temps brûlé stands or translates to let the good times roll. Okay. So if you see it spelled out, you kind of look at I that. I think and you're maybe like, I've ah, seen let the good okay. times roll definitely said. Yeah, yeah. But def- not not the is is it a smattering of is it like broken up French like Louisiana French or like uh, it's it's kind of close to like Acadian and and French French France French whatever <laughs> uh, because. Um, a few of these words, like bon temps and roulé, like all of these are French words, but I doubt they're used in France, like as far as like this um, saying is, is used. But like the French Acadians from Canada came down here a long, long time ago and, and settled here in Louisiana. So I bet it's, some of it's derived from that, that uh, speech anyway, that 
what would you call it? Dialect? Yeah, yeah. dialect. Uh, so while you were saying that, I actually did look up the whole Uh-oh. boobs for beads thing. Oh, okay. I was wondering what you were doing. So it, it was boobs not... Boobs for beads. That's, yeah. Sounds like a non-profit that I want to join. Probably. It's not specifically had to do with breasts themselves or anything like that. So what it was, was obviously Fat Tuesday was right before... Um, Lan- what do they call it? Wednesday? Lent Wednesday? What would they call it? After Fat Tuesday? After Fat... Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. Which yeah. is when you get something for Lent. Yes. Um, so... I oh. guess the idea was essentially, you know, you could be immodest, you could be, um, you know, basically sin before you went to what they would call like, you know, hangover for sinning yeah. the next day. That makes a lot of sense. Like, so, it's my last day to be wild. Yeah. So the the breast thing wasn't specifically, it was a multitude of different things. That's just the most, you know, eye-catching thing, obviously. Yeah. And, and it's an easy thing to just expose that. Yeah. It's an, apparently, it's not even a new thing. So it went on for a long time. Yeah, the first instance of it, the first instance they could find recorded of it was in an 1889 newspaper that talked about women immodestly showing their breasts for beads in New Orleans. Oh my god, I love it. There was one chick, uh, I say chick, that's really sexist. There was a queen or she was like um, a countess or something in or around England like a long, long time ago. But she would design her dresses to expose her boobs. So that does that, that kind of checks out with the time period. Like, yeah. people were raunchy as hell back then, too. It was like... The other big thing is apparently... 1889, man. Yeah. other thing is apparently New, uh, New Orleans locals don't consider that to be an actual tradition in and of itself. You don't have to show breasts no. or beads. No, you don't. Um, and it's just one of those things people go there and that's what they think and expect. Right. I think it's been like the, the girls gone wild, like a whole assumption thing and the yeah. stereotype. Like... They throw beads for, like, anyone that's waving at them and says, like, throw me something, mister. It's it's like the raunchier late night crowd that's out there, or, like, from the balconies, like, yeah. showing their tatas. <clears throat> Again, more power to you, but you will get arrested for indecent. And that's what they did say, is, like, it's, uh... Um, it is illegal. <laughs> it's, while people do do it, it's, you know, you shouldn't, because you can't get yeah. arrested for uh, exposure. Yeah. If you are in the wrong place at the wrong time. Okay, so I'll wrap this up really quick. Um, with popular things to eat around this time. So crawfish is a big thing. Do you know when crawfish season is? Ooh, I have actually no idea when crawfish season is. Are you looking it up right now? No. Okay, Um, (laughs) I was like, don't do that. I would say the start towards like the summer or springtime maybe? No. No, not even close? No. Um, Let me just tell you. Sure, because I'm not defending it. <laughs> so it starts in November and uh, goes through July. Um, November is like when the first time they start like harvesting them and banging them up. But in my opinion, the best time to eat them, because they get bigger obviously as the season goes towards the end. Because yeah. you're obviously letting them sit there longer and grow. Um, <clears throat> is from February to June, in my opinion. Okay. Because so, if you want bigger bugs, you got to wait a little longer. Oh, yeah. Everybody call, Louisiana calls them bugs? Mud bugs. That's another thing, yeah. Okay. I think I've definitely, like, you've talked about it before. Um, when we when we wanted to do a boil, you're like, uh, well, well, let's wait on doing it. And I don't think I typically understood it. Now I, now I kind mm-hmm. of understand it a bit more yeah. about why course, you want to do it in certain times. Yeah, and of course the other popular thing is king cake, which I'm sure you know about king cake. Uh, yes. You've I've seen it. Um, I'm trying. 
there I'm trying to remember the tradition behind king cake was. I know there's a little baby thing in there. Mm-hmm. I cannot for the life of me remember what that meant. The baby? Yeah. Okay, I'll just tell you about the baby. Um, so they put the baby in the cake just anywhere, and whoever finds the baby like in their slice has to host the next party. Oh, okay. And it also is like a good luck thing. So if you find it, you have good luck for the next year. So um, they're usually like filled with stuff and top with the icing and the traditional uh, colors, the gold, purple, and green. I did yeah. so actually. Funny enough, the article I was reading a second ago uh, mentioned the gold, purple, and green. Yeah. Do you know where that stems from? I do, and I should have quizzed you on it. I forgot. <laughs> Here, I'll quiz you on it. Oh. Here's okay. me teaching you something. Ooh. Uh, so the colors of the beads and the colors of those were determined by. Uh, the king of the first daytime carnival in 1872. Mm-hmm. He wanted the colors to be the royal color- colors. Yeah. So purple being for... Uh, royalty. For justice. Oh, for ju- that's right. There's justice. Gold was for... Just tell me. Gold was for power. And green was for... Money. Green was for faith. Uh, the idea faith in my money. Yeah, the idea typically back then with the bead, like now everybody throws every color bead type of bead and everything else in the colors. But those colors are still the, the main colors. But yeah, the uh, the idea was to toss the color to the person who exhibited the colors meaning. Oh, okay. Now it just means show me your boobs for beads. Yeah. But back then it was basically there's the three main colors and these were the colors you know you were showing you power you were showing somebody. faith you were showing. Very neat. So it's one of those things that definitely over time became more party yeah. atmosphere. Which granted, yes, it is. As yeah. you were explaining to me, a party thing, but yeah. the meaning gets buried deep. After a while, yeah. 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 But I mean, like, there's some traditionalists out there that probably still, you know, oh, follow the, those things. But anyway, I just thought I'd share some of that stuff with you and some of our listeners who don't know. So, so this would be effectively this was a the Louisiana, Louisiana episode. Things segment. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> at some point we'll figure out how to do sound bites so it's not embarrassingly us just doing it with our mouths and my <laughs> husband just staring at me like you're weird I mean I, I paused I didn't interrupt you, you this time you didn't so anybody who was listening at the beginning who was unhappy that I talked over it not realizing she was doing a sound segue you'll be able to listen to the second half of this and you know keep that little recording because I know I will and they're like what the that might that? that might actually become your ringtone for me okay cool I'm happy with that just uh, you doing that. And what is that actually? So what is that song? That's the, the Saints Go Marching In song. <laughs> is that traditionally tied with Mardi Gras? Um, I think partly, but I think it's mostly just a New Orleans thing because also New Orleans Saints, the team. Yeah. But it was ha- it was going on before that, like okay. well before that. Yeah. So what you're saying is they named a, they named the team after the song, they named the song after the team. Pretty sure. I think I said that Pretty backwards. sure the song existed well before the team did. I, I would undoubtedly believe <laughs> that. So what did we learn today? I learned a lot of things about Louisiana. I also very much learned there are a lot of things that we did not know about each other. No, I guess such, not. Such as you have not uh, filled me in on all things Louisiana. I know you're from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I maybe mocked the accent once or twice. That may be why I don't really share those things with you out of a, you know, fear of being ridiculed. To be fair, you don't, you don't need, I never really heard an accent from you. I just mocked the accent in general. I mean, I can do the accent, but I'm not going to do it right yeah. now. And I say mock, I mock lovingly, because obviously I'm not making fun of it to make fun of her. We know that. <laughs> well, we know that. <laughs> you and I know that. Now and now everybody who's listening knows that. <clears throat> yes. So that's what you said you learned. Okay. What did you learn? I learned that... Um, 
mango is just not that good of a flavor. As a drink? Yeah. As a fruit, fantastic. In a, like, if you were to blend it up and put it in the drink, really good. And I, I forgot about the colors. I'm so pissed at myself about that. Yeah. Because I actually, when you were saying the names, like, oh, yeah, that's right. Justice and Power. How the colors did mean something. Faith, yes. Well, I knew they did mean something. I just forgot completely. And the well, fact that that wasn't even listed, <laughs> shame. Well, I'm happy that I could also help you learn something about your culture. <laughs> My your, culture. Your Louisiana culture. Okay. Is that actually the way they, is actually some people like Deep South say it? I, I don't know. I don't want to like what's, stereotype. What's, well, I mean, There's Louisiana, Lousiana. Lousiana. Yeah. And right, fair just enough. the regular name. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for teaching me about <laughs> Louisiana. You're welcome. And on that note. And on that note. Catchphrase. Catchphrase. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Met My Match. Please subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. We upload a new episode every other week. Also, please follow us on Twitter at MetMyMatch, where we post our weekly disputes. Thanks again for listening.